Good afternoon. Just a few announcements before we begin our worship. Uh, First, we'll be decorating the Sanctuary and Fellowship Hall this coming Saturday, December 2nd at 10 a.m., and we're in need of as many helpers as possible, and especially uh, some men to lend a helping hand. Uh, Please consider joining us for this. We're going to have a lunch and a hot chocolate bar to enjoy, and there's a sign-up sheet in the narthex if you can make it. Also in the back, we have some, our Advent devotionals are out. They're in the back in a black organizer basket uh, near the door. So please feel free to take one on your way out of church. Our first reading for this Thanksgiving Eve service is from the eighth chapter of Deuteronomy. The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply. And go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness. That he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know. That he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these forty years. Know then in your heart that as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs flowing out in the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil trees and honey, olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing. A land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills you can dig copper. And you shall eat and be full, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our epistle reading is from the second chapter of First Timothy. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, Intercessions and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fourth chapter. Glory be to you, O Lord. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and were ministering to him. This is the word of the Lord. 
Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You remember the story of the Israelites. They were once slaves in Egypt, and God rescued them from Pharaoh. They crossed the Red Sea, entered the wilderness, and there was a lot of them, close to maybe two million people. When they left Egypt, they didn't really plan on this trip. They didn't think ahead about taking extra clothes or water or even food. There was no planning involved because there just wasn't any time. The word of God told them to go, and they just got up and left. But it was going to be all right. God told the Israelites he would provide for his people, and God did provide. God told the Israelites he would give just what they needed to survive, and God gave them just what they needed to survive. Our reading from Deuteronomy today said this, And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, That he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone. But man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Even though God's word said he would care for them. There were some Israelites who thought by hoarding up manna in jars that that would keep them safe. Some Israelites thought by gathering more manna than God told them that they could create for themselves a nice little storehouse that will keep them safe and they wouldn't have to worry about their future. Boy, were they wrong. If any of the Israelites gathered up more manna than they should have, God caused worms to come to the manna and the manna would rot and it would stink by the next day. What God wanted the Israelites to do was to believe that God would give them just what they needed and God would give them when they needed it. This passage just read from Deuteronomy may sound familiar to you. And this line says this, Man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And that same passage appeared in the New Testament. After Jesus was baptized, He also went into the wilderness, like the Israelites, where he was also tempted, this time by the devil. And just like the Israelites, Jesus was tempted with whether or not he would trust in his heavenly father's promises to care for him, or would he abandon that word? Would he grumble like the Israelites did and just take the bread, or would he trust for deliverance to come? Matthew recorded that exchange with the devil and Jesus this way. Then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. 
No grumbling from Jesus. Just trust. Trust that his heavenly father would provide for him. No matter what this world threw in his way. And that trust was put to the test. It was put to the test as Jesus was crucified. And he hung there for six hours. Died and was buried. But Jesus' heavenly father was trustworthy. Jesus rose from the dead on the third day. God could be trusted. The father told Jesus that he would rise from the dead. And Jesus trusted in that word. And he believed that word. In this life, it's not merely bread that keeps you going every day. It's God's word that keeps you going. It's God's word to you, his promises to you that can feed you and nourish you and strengthen you. Today, when you have the Lord's Supper, you will hear one of the greatest promises God has ever made to you. You receive the promise that because Jesus Christ died in your place, you really do have forgiveness of sins and you really do have life everlasting. It's yours. And it is yours. Because that is God's promise to you. And you can trust it. And just as the Israelites were taught to hunger for God, so are you. Before the Israelites were to enter the promised land, God was proving to them he was faithful. So they could put their faith in him. And in nothing else, God was proving to them he is trustworthy so that they could trust in him. God was showing them how much he loved them so they could also love him. And God is doing the same thing for you in Christ. We have not yet entered our promised land of eternal life. Not yet. In this life, We're just like the Israelites who are receiving all of our life from the hand of God himself. And for that we can and should be very thankful every day. Because right now God is proving he is faithful to us. So we can have faith in him. God is proving to us he is trustworthy. So you can trust him. God is showing you through Christ. How much he loves you. So you can also love him and love one another. With that same love Christ is showing all of us right now. And for all of that. For all that God does for us every day. And for all that God promised to us us every day. We certainly can give great thanks to God on this day. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.